It's that time of the week again. We're joined in studio by Money Doctor John Lowe of MoneyDoctor.ie and also columnist with the Sunday Business Post. You can text your queries into us now, 53106. Lunchtime at Newstalk.ie is our email address. John Lowe, good afternoon Hello, to you. Hello, Jonathan. And nice to see uh, you. Good okay, evening. Yeah. It's not that, not that late yet. Not <laughs> quite. Uh, we've lots to get through, but we've uh, some interesting things that have uh, come into the headlines in recent days. Money worries being pinpointed as a major cause of marriage friction. Now, mm. you didn't need to survey to tell you this, but I suppose given that there are more money frictions now than perhaps there would have been in the boom times, it's a bigger problem. Yeah, this is a, a, actually a survey from Accord, the Marriage Guidance uh, uh, Service, and six out of ten couples have money worries, 60%. I think it really does bring on in the whole question of couples actually knowing each other financially, Jonathan. You know, there's so many couples out there who um, the first flush of the romance and the two or three years maybe and then suddenly they get married and suddenly they find they're not really compatible financially so it's really important How, do you, how are you not compatible financially? Well, if, well compatible financially they've got some secrets uh, they've got maybe a little few slush fund here a slush fund there maybe they've got a little debt they forgot to tell their partner could be a credit card debt and suddenly it's mushroomed out and they've just you know um, Couldn't love conquer all it is it, look it's <laughs> Valentine's week let's not, let's not rule it Well out. no I, with Valentine's week let's be upfront then Let's be upfront with the, with our partners and tell them everything that's going on financially in their lives. Because, as I say, there's an awful lot of couples out there who don't. And suddenly, you know, it's more important to go down to the bookie with maybe ten percent of your week's wages uh, than tell your partner. Yeah, but anything underhand is bad in a relationship. It, it is. If it's absolutely. going on behind the other person's I, I back, do, it's I not do a like good one thing. of the, the the other things in this is that eighty two percent reported not listening, ignoring one another as a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the week and depends on the topic. Um, we were talking about this survey yesterday, the basic mm. grocery survey. Um, the Consumer Association of Ireland already Hobbs was dismissing some because it didn't yeah. include the discount retailers. But it bore out what a lot of people have found that well, the basket of goods has gone up and that's why we're no shopping around about more. That. There's absolutely no question about that. I mean, if you actually look at some of those figures, and this comes from the Consumer Association of Ireland, um, I mean, current inflation, Jonathan, is 1.3%. Um, you look at something like like, for instance, the uh, sucre, uh, the sugar, 38 cents has gone up from 2011, uh, from 105, 1 euro 5 cents to 145. That's that's an increase of 36% in less than two years. But there's commodity prices that feed into this as well. So the, could that not, some of that could be explained Well, not away. 36%. Not 36%. And, and uh, I mean, where that increase is coming from, I actually don't know. But one thing that does strike me is that people need to shop around. They really need to shop around. And probably that's probably one of the reasons why we've got the horse scandal, the horse meat scandal at the moment. Because, you know, obviously the, the suppliers uh, are under pressure from the, the, the providers, the, the supermarkets, who I, want I, to yeah, increase. I think that's a major problem that hasn't been teased out yeah. to the, to the pro- to proper degree yet, that supermarkets are putting yeah. suppliers under yeah. pressure. They're cutting corners. Yeah. And as a result of cutting corners, you know, mistakes are that's, happening. That's and it's not just is. not just any individual yeah. processor. It's happening yeah. right around Europe well, by the look of it. Absolutely. And I agree with that because you have, first of all had the hello money from years ago. That was probably banned since. But now the, the, the suppliers are obviously trying to kind of minimize the cost everywhere. They look at every single cost. And I mean, it's my philosophy as well, you know, better in your pocket. I am eyeing up my freezer suspiciously nowadays <laughs> when I'm opening the door. I won't lie to you. Mick and Wicklow has a question for us, John. He says, I'm paying extra on an Irish permanent mortgage. 
€7,000 in credit. Why isn't it taken off the principal? Why isn't it taken okay, off the principal? Okay, the, the, probably the reason for that, Mick, is that you haven't actually told them. Um, some people actually, you know, this uh, monthly rest and annual rest that we went through it before where the, some institutions don't actually take off the capital um, because uh, they used to be uh, every year you used to take off the capital. And now it's every month. But if you specify, for instance, that your repayment there is, say, 200 euros of which you know 100 euros is going against the capital um, that is going against capital if you then suddenly say here's 400 euros they're not going to know instinctively that 300 now is to go off the capital they'll just add it and it'll just roll up as part of your credit that's why Mick has got the 7,000 in credit so what I would suggest to Mick is write write to them and say I want this 7,000 lopped off my credit um, and it'll be done Will it? Yeah, it'll I, be I, done, I, yeah. Would they not be reluctant to do that because they make more money off it in interest? Well, I think some of them had a minimum, uh, like maybe 5,000 before you're allowed to actually t- deduct. But in his case, it, w- it should be okay. Okay, question two. Uh, read your answer from the money doctor. I did fill in a personal statement for PTSB. This was mm. this is obviously going back to an earlier yeah, question. Yeah. I was offered three solutions. One, change to interest only. I'm already on interest only. There's no much point in that. Two, extend term because of age. I wasn't allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Three, take payment break uh, because of interest only I'm not allowed so yes, this is great know, they're, yeah. they're really helping out here what else can I do please don't read out my name so that's well, a question go oh, back ok well this is basically you know you can't get blood from a stone Jonathan and uh, I've said it before and for an awful lot of people who may be listening to this about splitting the mortgage and this is where uh, you know you're, you're, you're paying interest only but you're, you, you know may actually pay the capital interest on maybe say 60% of the loan so for instance say you had a 200,000 loan you're paying interest only on it and you actually can't uh, continue paying that because you're getting nowhere with it. It's going to be still there in five years' time if you pay interest only. So what better way than, say, if you have, say, only, say, 10 years of term left, to pay 50%. So that means 100,000 capital and interest and ask the institution to park the balance. Believe it or not, Jonathan, there are two or three uh, institutions out there who will actually park that that, um, element with, without any interest. So it's, 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 it's completely interest-free. Some of them uh, will do that. Some of them uh, will actually charge interest. But it's still parked either way. So it means, though, at some stage, for instance, say in that case, he, they agreed to say 10 years capital interest over yeah. that 100,000. It means in 10 years' well, time. Look, what's clear here is that her financial <coughs> institution, which in this case is the PTSB, is not yeah. listening. When she's talking to them, they are not listening. Well, they need, he, they need to go on thumb tables. They need to go in there and see somebody and actually ar- arrange for this kind of you know, splitting the mortgage to take effect. Okay, next question's from Eugene. Good afternoon, Eugene. He says, I've €30,000 in savings. What does John recommend for maximum interest that isn't locked away for a long term? I'm also renting a room in my house and I want to use the income for a regular savings account. Any recommendations? Well, that's good. The rent-a-room allowance is still out there for all those people who, who want to gain extra income. It's 10000 Jonathan is tax-free. That's about €833 Euros a month. So uh, people should actually avail of this if it's not too invasive. Best regular saver account and these, again, I go on about these regular saver accounts. All the institutions have them. Um, it's where you save between 100 and 1,000 a month. And you could earmark it for any purpose. It could be for Christmas presents to your favourite broadcaster. It could be the uh, usual you know, holidays or whatever. And you save, as I say, between that 100 and 1,000. And the best of them is Ulster Bank at 3.5, AIB online only 3.1, and EBS at 3.1. They're really, really good rates. But it's more the fact of the discipline of getting into it. As do, uh, what, hang on, do banks offer... 
online only. They give you a better rate if you bank That's online. Right. AIB uh, have an online regular saver. If you went in uh, and in, you won't get this uh, account with them. It's, it's a clever move because they, they basically want people to start using the online, using the technology that they have rather okay. than see these people. As regards the 30,000... we'd have a customer in the bank. Go on. I'm not <laughs> well, going to go back. I'm not going to go back. The, the, the 30,000. Remember what I said before. Interest rates are still on a downward path. So you should actually be considering alternative investments that could potentially double your best interest rates on offer. And of course, with that consideration comes risk. So, uh, you know, to dissipate that risk by diversion, spread your risk. Uh, I mean, for instance, if you put 20,000 uh, away in cash returns, the best cash returns, like best on demand rate, uh, Jonathan, is 2.96 from KBC Bank. Uh, you've got, say, 3.1, six months fixed. Ulster Bank, 10,000. And then you could put something 10,000 into some maybe stock market kind of relatively um, medium term type of uh, investment. But you'll need advice of that uh, you okay. know, from Eugene, the specialist. Hopefully that answers your question. Jar is our next question. I have 900 euros a month uh, with Bank of Ireland. Is that in mortgage, I presume, is it? <laughs> well, anyway, look, we'll, we'll keep yeah, going. Okay, it yeah. might become clear. My income is 834 euros per month. However, I pay about, <laughs> yes, it is a mortgage, 200 euro per month interest okay, only. Yeah. 58 years of age with little hope of full-time, well-paid work. What type of write-down should I expect from the bank? Jar, sorry to hear you're in that situation. Like You, you obviously yeah, can't afford no. to pay that mortgage. Well, he's definitely not only just kicking the can down the road, but he's also running out of, of years. And I have to say, uh, Jar, in this particular case, I'll, I'll revise a, a JFK great one-liner. It's not what the bank can do for you. I think you're possibly your expectation uh, is, is maybe too much. Uh, Where as much as I you know, obviously empathise with your situation. So will the bank, believe it or not. They know your age, they know your income, and they know your prospects. Um, so, you know, they're going to obviously try and come up with a solution that also is suiting you. So what I would do, warts and all, go to the bank, make an appointment to see them, fill out that standard financial statement. It's a 12-page form. All the banks have it. It's a generic form that the central bank issued. And um, and tell them the facts. You know, as I say, that old saying, you can't get blood from a stone, he wants rings a, true. He, he wants a write-down. He doesn't, he doesn't well, he, want to lose question. this it's, property. It's, well, he's going to lose his property if, if they can't. I mean, as I say, if, if he hasn't got the money to stay in this property, Jonathan, there's no way that he can actually stay in the property. Because even if they turfed him out, he has to go and rent somewhere. If he goes and rents somewhere, you can go and get a cheaper uh, place that you can rent. You can also then go to uh, maybe county council places. You could go to, um, for instance, St. Vincent de Paul. Okay. If, if the worst comes to the worst. All right, sure. You'll be looked after. Hopefully that is uh, of use to you. Our money doctor, John Lowe, is with us in studio every Tuesday. Uh, get a question to us now if you want. 53106 for a cost of 30 cents. John, thank you very much. Thank we'll you talk very to much, you next Jonathan. week. You can podcast it every week as well on our website, newstalk.ie or through iTunes. Ryanair in breaking news say they were noticed.